My name is Matt Langston, and I play in a band called Eleventy Seven. I'm an artist, a producer, and I also host my own podcast right here on Rock Candy called Eleventy Life. We talk with the people behind your favorite songs and albums, from the writers to the producers and everyone in between. And we're not asking your favorite artists the same old boring questions like where did your band name come from and who's your favorite Friends character. We're asking questions like why did your marriage fail? Where does love come from? Is God real? It is a show about the importance of creativity and pursuing your passions. And we don't let guests leave until it gets a little bit uncomfortable. So check it out right here on Rock Candy and your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. Okay, and we back, and we back, and we back. I've never heard it, and but I'm still back, singing it. And we back, and, and we I'll back. play it for you okay. sometimes. Yeah, play it for me, man. Yeah, you're singing it a little like a little Sinatra. Or I'm just doing. Uh, I'm just trying to do what you do with it. I don't know anything. That's cool. So we're back to talk about Kevin Smith for another week. Yeah, we chopped it in half. We did. We went on for a long time. We went on for like two solid hours in this in the same way that Kevin Smith is uh, very wordy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the kind of... That's a, talk, talks a lot. <laughs> Let me say that uh, Joe's insights in this episode are much richer than the insight he just gave you. <laughs> yeah, so we got another hour about Kevin Smith. We talk about like his podcasting legacy and, and shit like that, but... Uh, well, we might still be talking about his movies. Probably are. Probably. Who knows? I think we cut at Tusk, so enjoy some conversation about Tusk and then about uh, what Kevin Smith means in the cultural landscape. You heard me? Yeah. So, all right. So, Kevin Smith. Uh, I don't remember what I lost my breath on earlier. <laughs> you were talking about. You were talking about how when he makes Tusk, he become he decides to make something that no one else could make, and how you would also like to do that, um, writing scripts. Or no, actually, you said I don't yeah. want to be like Kevin Smith in that way, or something. <laughs> Here's to that the extent. thing that I was thinking about on the toilet today. Okay, and I have a personal like, anecdote after your toilet talk. Go ahead. Okay. It. Uh, yeah. Do you? I mean, do you want to go first? Uh, no, no, no. Please. Good. Please go. Because I want to go. <laughs> Good. You go. I don't want to lose my train of thought here. Okay. Don't get be, in there. Get your ass out rude. of the sand. Start talking. <laughs> no, ass in the sand oh, okay. with cold beer no, in I was, I was switching around. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, well, I don't appreciate that. I do have a cold beer in my hand. Yeah, I have a cold... Uh, before we get into what yeah. I was going to say... Sure. You ever had a Key Lime LaCroix? <laughs> I don't think I have had a uh, Key Lime. They're the best ones. Oh, Yeah. They're the best. I, that is a strong claim, sir. Yeah, it's it tastes like it has an aftertaste of Skittles, Ooh, and I love Skittles. Yeah, it's probably the the least like oh that kind of tastes like fruit kind sure. of Lacroix. Uh huh. Uh huh. I call them Lacroixes because yeah. some people use like a uh um, Yeah, Do they, they say use that? a French. Yeah, and Lecroix. yeah. I don't like. I don't want to be a judgmental douchebag. Sure, yeah. You know, like it's a good start. If, if people want to do that, like, sure, no judgment, especially if know. they're French. You know, but. yeah. Well, that's, that's different. <laughs> that's different. But like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> I'm trying to change. You know, but you can't control the 
the guttural <laughs> internal reaction you yeah. feel when you hear something. Sure. Right? Yeah, of course. So I think what's important is that like I don't want to be that way, but I'm just being honest. Yeah. And so, so when people do I go that, so I go hard the other direction and call mm. it a LaCroix. Yeah, I like or LaCroixes. I go with the standard Kentucky LaCroix. Isn't that? Yeah. It almost yeah, sounds Australian. Um, LaCroix. McCroix. Crikey, LaCroix. <laughs> anyway. But here's the, here's yeah. the thing about Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Though. Yeah, sure. So I was thinking, I get a lot of thinking done on the toilet, right? Because you're either like thinking yeah. or you're you're playing Tune Blast. True. <laughs> I think those are your options. Those are your two options. Although I have downloaded, here, my, my quarantine's going poorly in the sense that I yeah. used to have two games on my phone. Uh-huh. And now I have a full Brady Bunch nine. Ooh. Like the full, like you have this, you can yeah. choose like the corners, the middle, whatever gotcha. side, top. I gotcha. Anyway, about Kevin Smith. Are we really doing this in two parts? Because I'll welcome the people back again if that's what we're doing, jumping into Kevin Smith. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> if we do this in two parts, we'll record stuff for it. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. All right. I think the thing about Kevin Smith is, and yeah. again, this is like, Think about a, a Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Chris Hardwick, as a creative person, mm-hmm. would be completely happy being a talk show host. Yeah. Right? And I feel the same way about Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. It's more of a personality mm. talking to other people and just be... It, it's less about a specific yeah. craft and more about just like... Yep. I don't know how to put it. Like a place. Yeah. Like a, a, like a, a social spot. Yes. In life. Right? Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. A social spot. And for me, like in no way in, in hell would I ever be content or happy being a host or a moderator for, for something. Huh. Yeah. I have z- utterly zero interest in that. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I could not be a, I could not be a talk show host. Yeah. Like yeah. I, that would just be the most depressing job in the world to me. Wow. That's um, fascinating. See, I think I would be very interested in doing that. That's I think interesting. That would be, yeah, I think I would be very down to do that because it's like it's only about engaging with whatever ideas are put in front of you. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but I think you're absolutely right when you say that about Kevin Smith. Like that is uh-huh. that is sort of his deal. And that's I think that's the difference between he and Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino uh, is yeah. utterly obsessed with his craft, yeah. that specific thing, yep. making movies, talking about movies, yeah. digesting movies, yep. all, you know, screening movies at his cool theater in LA and yep. like Kevin Smith, oh, he could be a talk show host and that's cool too. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's to- it's totally true. Like, um, that's it's a great insight. And so, like, you you say, you know, Tarantino is very much about digesting movies, obviously making movies, crafting movies, writing them, etc. And but also, you slipped in there talking about movies. But I feel like for Kevin Smith, it's the talking about movies, whereas yeah. for Tarantino, it's talking about movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, wait, no, you, you you can't get off topic. It's movies. No, no, no. We're <laughs> you know? talking movies. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's a it's a great point. Whereas, how, how does how does that relate to uh, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> Seven Samurai? Yeah, and so you see, I think Tusk is a good point to talk about this shift in Kevin Smith's career, which is that this movie he makes just because he wants to make it. He just wants to make this movie. This doesn't yeah. feel to me, it doesn't feel like Cop Out, where it was his attempt to make a sort of bigger budget studio movie that he didn't write, right? Yeah. It wasn't his attempt to shift away from Jay and Silent Bob and do something that critics would appreciate and rebrand himself like Jersey Girl was. Yeah. It wasn't just another Jay and Silent Bob movie. Rather, it was this new sort of phase where he was like, I'm just going to make this movie. Yeah. And it didn't feel like when 
because Tusk didn't do. Correct me if I'm wrong. It didn't do well critically. I don't no. know. I don't know if it did well commercially, but I know you and I went to see it together, and we were two of the only people in that theater. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think it's. I think it's another one of those movies that probably eventually made its production budget back. Sure, and it probably had very little of a, a marketing budget. Yeah, I, I think you know for Red State that was also a big shift in his. You know, he he felt that like you shouldn't spend more money marketing a movie than yeah making the movie. Uh-huh. And he can say that because he has an audience. He has yeah. a very loyal audience. It's very you know? true. His marketing yeah. is just chatting about the origin. He's he's probably talking about it every day. They're making it on the podcast. Yeah. Like that. That's kind of like an insight into like film school almost. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It is. And you can see this going back. I mean, when I watched that clip earlier today, and he's talking about his experience almost writing Superman Lives or whatever it was called. Um, when he's talking about that, like the kid sitting there asking him the question is just enthralled, right? Like the yeah. kid asking him the question wants to know, like is excited to hear Kevin Smith talk about this. Yeah. You know, I mean, he brands himself very early on. And I say, I'm using all these like corporate words. I don't mean to, I love Kevin Smith. I'm not trying yeah, to no, like, shit and, on know, him with those words. Yeah. No, uh, brand, that's just who brand he is. has a, you know, that, that term does have like a yeah. stank taste. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, I mean, that's you know. That's, but I don't. I don't mean it. I mean it in the most affectionate uh, in a t- way. In a t- you know, yeah, in a technical sense, like yes. he has a brand. Yes. Yeah. It is his brand because it's just feels like it's him. You know. But it's you know, a, a, an authentic brand yes. is something different than something that's super fabricated yeah, and gross. Exactly. You know? I mean, a be- maybe a better way to say that without all the stank taste on it is that's just that's part of that's part of the appeal of Kevin Smith is you know he he put himself out there very early on like this. And this is, I think, gets back to that distinction that you just articulated between him and Tarantino. Whereas Tarantino has no interest in doing anything like that. He's not gonna no. start he's not gonna start booking theaters where he like no. you know talks ad nauseum about nothing. Like I could see him talking very specifically yeah. and technically about his movies. But yeah. not like or, Kevin or Smith. Or the greats, you know. Yeah, exactly. But he's talking about that in in <coughs> almost where where the point of it the point of it is the content of what they're talking about. Whereas Kevin Smith, yeah. it's like he's being an entertainer. He's, it, like, as I said earlier, he's not a stand-up, but it has that flavor to it where yeah. he gets laughs reliably. He's interesting mm-hmm. to listen to. He's conversational. Right. Yeah, and he's doing that well before podcasts. But um, anyway, so with Tusk, he does what he wants. Yeah, they spend the most money on a uh, uh, on a, a, a human Tusk suit. That's right. Yeah, in that movie, it is unsurprising why that movie didn't have a huge marketing budget because that movie is <laughs> fucking weird. Um, it's totally really weird. It's totally um, weird. There's there some like body horror. Um, yeah, there's some kind of slapstick silliness from a, a podcaster. The yep. movie's about a podcaster, which is not surprising. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to interview this guy. It's um, true. It's like the earlier yeah. movie being about a clerk. It's like the, <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. It's the same deal, right? What you know. So it's uh, I don't know what were your thoughts on that movie? Did you enjoy um, it? I only think I watched it the one time. I think I saw yeah. it in theaters. I don't think I I revisited it. I I watched it the one time and I I wasn't sure of how I felt about it. What like leaving the movie? I'm like yeah. Um, that's kind of how I felt. But that's the thing with his movies. Like the experience just watching that movie isn't the whole thing, right? Okay, yeah. The the idea that I heard the podcast where it was where it was where where the idea where they were just laughing their butts off yeah. about this thing, yeah hearing about how it was made there's like a there's a cool like hour long or so doc or maybe not that long but a doc uh, a documentary where jay it has a camera he's just walking yeah. around set <clears throat> while they're making that movie talking about 
uh, trying to create a, a, a hashtag called Wal- or there is a hashtag Walrus Yes, yeah. to where he had his fans yeah. vote on whether or not he should actually make the movie. That's you know? right. Yeah, that's um, right. So all of that together as the experience yeah. um, is a positive one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, versus just watching the movie and not sharing how I felt about the movie. It's in a vacuum. And so I think that brings up another angle on Kevin Smith that I wanted to talk about. And this was kind of the initial one that I thought of, actually. All the other stuff we've, <laughs> we've talked about so far, the over an hour we've talked about, is kind of stuff I remembered as I was going through it. Yeah. The thing that I thought about first when I thought about Kevin Smith is he is one of the paradigm examples of the creative process, or the I guess a better way to say it, the product of the creative process changing due to sort of tech, uh, available technology and, and yeah. shifting technology. So like the product that Kevin Smith makes is not really Kevin Smith movies anymore. It was, uh, yeah. and, and you might argue that the reboot is, I mean, uh, we can talk about the reboot, but like with Tusk, certainly with Yoga Hosers, I think also, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but what he is making, the, the product he is putting out into the world is not primarily those movies. It's primarily the sort of engaging with the Kevin Smith world. You know yeah. what I mean? It's listening to the podcast. It's watching comic book men. It's listening to yeah. the podcast that he's not even on with like Walt Flanagan or whoever, yeah. right? Brian Johnson, whatever it is. And so it's it's not, the, the movies almost become not peripheral, but they're only one element of the thing. Like a, a, it, I feel like Tusk, the product of Tusk was more about getting to see Kevin Smith make Tusk. Right. Yeah. And reading mm-hmm. about Kevin Smith making Tusk. That's the product. And then yeah. the movie itself is like, well, you know, he's making a movie, so there you go. Yeah. I don't know. And, the, and I, the movie is 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 uh, addition, the, an additional yes. thing to the experience of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Listening and, to the King talk. Yeah. And so I don't know if that I don't know if that's good or if that's bad. I mean, I agree with you that on the whole, the experience of engaging with it is fun. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's a different experience than if you were to just see, you know, someone was just recording Tarantino as he was planning to make Hateful Eight or something. Yeah. That experience is very different. This is very audience focused. Yeah. And I, I think it just <clears throat> depends on how you how you plan on if you're just consuming his movies, it's probably not great for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the the idea of craft in general from filmmaking, like that yeah. craft even from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back to Jay and Silent Bob re- uh, Reboot yeah, yeah. Uh, is different. It Everything is. from like <laughs> yeah. the coverage they get in a dialogue scene, yeah. like where they, they put the camera on one guy, yeah. turn the camera around for Jay and Silent Bob, and they pretty much use those same, you know, those same angles each time, and then they kind of push in a little bit for like as the conversation goes along. Sure. Yeah. But you can tell it's just like it's not the same type of craft it used to be do you think Um, that's are you saying that mostly into i mean i know the example you used was sort of cinematography is that primarily how you mean that like that's where the craft has sort of i mean i don't want to say slipped but like that's where he kind of cares a little less or is something um the other the other aspect of it is those older movies minus clerks clerks um maybe so in a little bit considering it was his very first movie yeah. Um, with your very first movie, you think long and hard about it for a long time, right? Sure. Yeah. You go over the dialogue over and over in your head because you like this is your chance to make a movie. It's successful. Yeah. So the next movie, you're gonna kind of spit out a script, but that script is gonna be vetted by so many 
people, uh-huh. um, producers, actors, all these people who have money invested in the thing you're making, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's how movies are made. You know, each line of dialogue is typically like gone over with a fine tooth fine tooth comb to make sure it's the right one. Sure. And lots of money's put into this stuff, so that's how movies are made. Up yeah. in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back's probably the same way. Sure. He doesn't have to do that anymore. That's true. He's probably shooting his 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 vomit draft at this point. You know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He throws well, the dialogue on the page. And I, that's I, the movie. I, I do they have throw to say, the camera up. Yeah. You know, they shoot shoot it, you know. Yeah. I mean that may be true with the production element i don't think that's true at least for the reboot with the scripting element um because i've heard him say several times that like this was his and the approach is still different but i think to say vomit draft is probably not exactly correct because like sure i've heard him talk quite a bit about like how for a couple of years that script was like his sort of safe space to play like whenever sure. he had a something fall through or something didn't go right, he would go to his laptop and like be just rework the script a little bit, you know, yeah. and just work on it a little bit more and stuff like that. But I do understand what you're saying with like the coverage and all this stuff. And I, and I think I think the reboot was more so this way, but I I do think it's the kind of thing where for him the movies are not the main thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least totally. not the sole thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if that's a response to sort of like cop out and him you know him focusing so heavily on those and then it not yeah. going well or something I, I don't know i don't know but yeah, he, I, I, know. I think it's just like a, a man later in his life being completely honest about the things that he's best at yeah and not having to rely on the machine to to make you know a great movie yeah you know like he's he's not relying on the machine he's yeah. probably using the same crews he, he cuts all his movies himself and he's kind of always done that um he's kind of i mean and this is why uh, you know once again i'll make the weird uh dave bazan analogy he sort of realized that he's not winning one particular game and so he's just kind of crafted a new game for himself you know, yeah. one at which he sort of can be successful. Um, he's kind of diversified his, <laughs> I mean, like he's diversified his portfolio. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's making a couple movies. He's making Kevin Smith movies. He's making the like Canadian trilogy or whatever. True North trilogy. True North trilogy. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, mm-hmm. He's making that, but he's at the same time, he's doing nine podcasts. He's doing, yeah. you know, he's directing the occasional Supergirl episode or something. Like yeah, he's doing flash, a, a flash yeah. episode. Like he's doing all this stuff he's got he's got the comic store in new jersey he has all it's it's a very diversified field so actually this is one thing i wanted to bring up apparently and this is since the quarantine since the uh since the pandemic he uh, was in plans to open a literal movies cow restaurant wow and they are they're doing delivery they're doing drop deliveries uh because they were scheduled to open but they obviously can't because essentially non-essential business but they're doing delivery drops of their new movies cheeseburgers <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> so it's just one of those things where he's like yeah. yeah we'll do that you know we'll do something else yeah. well he 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 also was recently quoted in the last couple of weeks sure. talking about the mall rats either movie or series whatever's going to happen yeah that now it's going to part of the plot's going to be COVID 19 oh my god of course it is. <laughs> of course it is of course and that's where i'm thinking like yeah. he's just gonna spit that script out and yeah. shoot it <laughs> And there's something kind and of we're gonna eat it up. There's something kind of beautiful about that. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Like I don't want everybody to be like that. But no. the fact that there are people who are like that, it's like I you know 
the people who I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, in, I'm endeared to the creator and not as much to what it is that he's necessarily putting out. Yoga hosers, yeah. we haven't even talked about yoga hosers. It was, a, it yeah. was. I mean, is it fair to say yoga hosers was kind of a hot mess? Like, sure, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. But it was a great opportunity for him and his daughter to connect. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's more yeah. about that, even for the but fans. But we know that. We know we that. We know that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's an opportunity to get Ralph Garman in there to do some, like, voices, you know? Some silly uh, Canadian voices. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, and he's doing good. the fun thing of, like, with the True North trilogy, like, that's tied together. It's in the Tusk universe, right? I mean, yeah, isn't it? Or yeah. uh-huh. I was thinking. No, yeah. So the idea for Yoga Hosers, he actually wrote that script before Tusk was made. Okay, and he—he's just—he—he he can spit out a script. He's, yeah, he's, he's very efficient, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so in Tusk, before the J- Justin Long, the pro- podcaster guy, yeah, before he gets to the house where he's then chopped up and turned into a walrus person, <laughs> sure, <laughs> he stops at a, con- a Canadian convenience store. Yeah, where there's two girls behind the counter, That's just right. like clerks. Yeah, one of them's his daughter. Yep. Um, sorry, boot that. And then one of <laughs> one of them is, uh, is Har- Harley uh, Quinn Smith, right? Yeah, Harley Quinn Smith, and yeah. the other one is uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. That's right. Who is Harley Quinn's uh, Harley Quinn Smith's yeah. best friend in real life? Oh shit! And I had forgotten Johnny Depp is in Tusk, and Johnny Depp is in Tusk, oh, and my he plays God. this. God, it's the it's and it's 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 utterly so, surreal. It's and, so and, strange and, and so fun. Like that was one of the times where I was like, why? I mean. Tusk was not a great film. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's cool yeah. that he made it. It's cool he had fun making it. I'm psyched it's in the world. But it wasn't a great film. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want Johnny Depp to make more decisions like this one. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I got, like, a glimmer of, like, oh, shit. Some of this, I get to see, like, early genius Johnny Depp in here. Um, yeah. Weirdly enough. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But So then, yeah, yeah. and he, he reprises that role in Yoga Hosers. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just this yeah. weird French detective hunter or something? detective person yeah. or something. Something. And um, I, I heard I heard Kevin Smith describe Yoga Hosers as a midnight movie once, which is exactly sure. right. I mean, it, it reminds yeah. me of some of like Bruce Campbell's later stuff where it's like, yeah. you know, you get him because he's Bruce Campbell and then you throw some monsters and what, who cares? You know yeah, what I mean? But if you watch yeah. it through that lens, it's actually really fun. You can't yeah. like, you can't watch exactly. that movie like you're watching uh no clerks too no you know or, yeah. or any of his earlier work it's and, just not the same thing yeah and and to some extent i think you know this has and you mentioned something like this but i have a quote here this has something to do with the uh, just a renegotiation of kevin smith's personal priorities i think and like yeah. what he cares about so uh, this is from that same article that i quoted uh, earlier in vulture he says um this is smith talking he says happy people don't really make great art you know uh, great art comes from sadness. <laughs> great art comes from sadness and misery. I'm 46. I don't want to fucking go through negative shit anymore. Uh, and then the yeah. person who wrote the thing said, instead of trying to make that great art, he decided years ago to aim for art that satisfies both himself and his rabid fan base. And you can argue that that decision took him out of the cinematic zeitgeist while his 90s indie compatriots continued to set the pace. And I think that's fair, but sure. I think that's like a conscious decision. Um, no, I, I totally agree. And, and it might be a conscious decision that's based on his prior failures, you know? Sure. But, but I, like I don't just think there's anything that, wrong like, with that. Essentially what he's trying to say is, yeah. I'm happy yes. doing this. Yes. And people are still yes. consuming and enjoying the things I'm doing. Like, 
Yeah. How can that not like give you a warm, fuzzy feeling in your yeah. gut? You yeah. know, like well, in part of that, you know, when I was watching I keep going back to this clip that I watched earlier today, but when I was watching that clip of like one of the evening with Kevin Smith and he's talking, he seems because I've listened to him, you know, this week talk about stuff, and he seems in that clip from years ago he seems less happy. Like if you're paying attention to him, he seems a little like curmudgeonly more so than he does now. Now he's very like joyous whenever he talks about anything. It's very like he loves everything. He loves all the movies that are coming out. He loves, you know, he's excited to make whatever. Like uh, he he posted in the past couple of years, you know, I forget if it was, I've stopped watching all those CW superhero shows, but like it was like one of the the finales of like the Flash seasons or something. And he posted a video of him crying about it right yeah and stuff you know it's just like he's so into all of it and doesn't have a negative word to say and it's kind yeah. of interesting to to think about that in light of like him lashing out at critics and yes. like being so angry uh about, well, he, about he, 10 years yeah. ago he he changed his narrative and he yeah. he steered the ship in a different direction yeah for the better for him yeah without like you know, ruining his his career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. He changed his career. Changed it. But in many ways, he was sort of ahead of the curve. I mean, he's one of these, he was one of the first people to sort of recognize, oh, if I have a niche audience, I don't need a mass audience. I just change yeah. how I interact with them and they can sustain me. I've made plenty of money and yeah. there you go, you know? And he's one of the sort of the first people to to figure that out, or one of the early ones, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. If you haven't seen it, you know I was throwing shade at the production a little bit. Sure, sure. Well, let's chat about that for a minute because you yeah. and I, you and I haven't actually talked about it. I know you've seen yeah. it, but yeah. I, I think the shade I'm throwing is it, it's not a, it's not a negative thing. It's just sure. um, acknowledging that it's a different thing. Yeah, but I enjoyed every bit of that movie. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I I'm not going to critique that movie like I would critique another movie you no. know what i mean like yeah. it is a different thing yeah it's just me getting to spend time with jane silent bob yes um, it's very kind of heartfelt with the story of of kind of jay finding out that he you know has a daughter that's right yeah you get to meet all like dog ben affleck's in it yeah he's in like it. man that's so heartwarming like yeah. you know what i mean like to see him in it be where yeah, when exactly like, you know i don't because, know because yeah. because we know that narrative yes right exactly yeah was there tension there i don't know well, the there's just been a well. there was a long time yeah that went by where he was yeah kevin was open about the fact that he hadn't talked to ben affleck in a long time they just didn't talk because ben affleck exploded and he kevin he Smith, became batman exactly for the time, you exactly. know like yeah kevin smith did not explode in the same way, right? Not the same way. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was really nice. And it was kind of, it was a reunion thing. I mean, he got every, Matt Damon was in it for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it was just, <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon as Loki from as, Dogma. As Loki, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and I will say, I mean, to, 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 to look at it with more of a critical eye, I will say, even though um, it's not, you know, I don't think it's on the sort of, it's it's clearly not chasing Amy. I don't think it's Clerks. Obviously, you know it's not the sort of it didn't ha- he doesn't have that like young person fire and innovation that he had earlier or whatever. But at the same time, I do think you know it's more of a return to form than were Yoga Hosers or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's probably yeah. on the level of like a Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or something. Yeah. It's very self indulgent. It's very self referential. Mm-hmm. But I felt like the the choice of making 
Kevin Smith, the director of the new <laughs> the yeah. gritty reboot. That was that was clever as hell. That was so it's fun. Just, yeah, you know, it's, it's ridiculously and, fun. And he gets to play himself, and so it's just you know. And then there's Silent Bob pretending to be Kevin Smith. Just you know, it's just great. <laughs> it's just so great. Yeah. So I don't know. And get, again, he gets yeah. to make he gets to make a movie and, sure. and with his daughter. Yeah. And play in scenes with his daughter you yeah. know like why not why why not do that yes like, part part of the appeal of kevin smith and this is part of the way that he's communicating himself right is that he's the guy who like he got to live the dream that he had you know yeah uh and you're rooting for that and that's cool and you want him to succeed and it doesn't matter that it's not that he's not like sort of on the kind of uh you know artistic level of a tarantino at this point they're doing different yeah. totally different things now no, um, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Kevin Smith, man. He's he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a he's one of the best. That's it's right. like, you know, I'm a I'm a movie guy, yeah. but I'm also a consumer of just kind of artistic people creativity like yeah i'm a i'm a millennial so i get it yeah no totally <laughs> you know totally um, man oh the uh uh so <laughs> a long time ago in this conversation now i mentioned a personal anecdote that i was going to bring up so i'll do oh, it yeah now. and then I'll, i steamrolled that that's fine i'll do it now as we're bringing this in for a close so i don't know if you remember this but one of the first scripts you were ever involved in writing was a script that was influenced by kevin smith do you remember this you and I, when we were in like middle school or something, wrote a script and it was just, I mean, it was just the clerks. It was just trying to be yeah. clerks. And it was called Slackers. Do you remember this? It, we didn't, we weren't, Vaguely. we were not aware of the actual movie Slackers. Ac- we, were we didn't just, realize that no. there was a movie called Slackers that, that, <laughs> <No>. that <laughs> we had no was, clue. It was the inception of Clerks. The, Absolutely. The reason, yeah. That was the movie that, yeah made him realize he could make yeah. a movie too so we sort of reverse engineered that and wrote a movie called slackers we didn't know about the, <sighs> the actual slackers and we wrote uh, a script and we print i remember printing it off and we cast the whole thing with our friends we never shot it of course but like we knew what we wanted it to be and it was just a one-for-one clerks ripoff with less yeah. cursing because we were in middle school yeah but yeah so w- i say i say that just to say we go deep with kevin smith uh <laughs> he, he goes far back in my subconscious no, no absolutely like yeah. kevin like like for me, Kevin Smith feels like part yeah. of me growing up for yeah. me, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do we want to rate uh, good boy Kevin Smith? Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm on the <clears throat> fence. Like, I, I don't know how I want to rate Kevin. Like, okay. Uh, I, I want to say that, like, the thing that would drop uh, his rating for me personally yeah. is, is a specific deep cut. But I think it also, it also um, kind of highlights... The one thing that like I haven't enjoyed as much about Kevin Smith in the last two or three years, sure, and that's that Fat Man on Batman, yeah, which was a very kind of specific thing that I really enjoyed, yeah, became more of a talk show YouTube yep. show about yep kind of pop culture news, right? It, it just became a yeah, it's a it's a culture news recap show with him and so, Mark Bernardin, yeah, yeah, and in that sense, it's like. For me, like I, I get into such specific things yeah. and I obsess about craft in a certain way that sure. that element of Kevin Smith, although I, I'm, I'm glad that he's that way in the sense sure. that like I care about this person that was part of my childhood and I, I would prefer him to be happy not yeah. having heart attacks sure, yeah. and making stuff that I don't enjoy as much, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't change clerks. 
Sure. Right? No, it's still there. Um, you still go watch Clerks. So in that sense, if I'm rating him that way, he's 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 only going to get like a 7.2. Okay. But if I were rating like the Kevin Smith of my childhood, it sure. would be significantly higher. Sure. 7.2? Like uh, I'm going to go with 7.8. Okay. 7.6. Sure. So- <laughs> I'm going to go with 7.6. <laughs> Sure. I just feel guilty. Yeah. Doing that. I but mean, I feel like I feel like I have to be honest about the yeah. snapshot right now. You of do. Yeah. How I consume Kevin Smith's stuff. You right? have to take all of him into account, and he's he's yeah. a person who's done a lot of shit. So um, yeah. And I, and and in that sense, like I wouldn't want his score to be much higher because for me that yeah. might mean he's he wouldn't be as happy right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Is that a good way to spin it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think that. Is, I think it's true. Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. Because I mean, there. The, I mean, there's sort of two things, right? You're talking about two things. Like you're saying, if you're just looking at the sort of creative artifacts that he puts out, you're going to rate those one thing. But then that doesn't matter because you have affection for the person himself. Yeah. And your rating for the person himself is going to be much higher than his artistic output. And I, I think that makes sense, especially for Kevin Smith, because yeah. to some extent, his artistic output is himself, right? Yeah. His, uh-huh. It is his voice. Um, and so, you know, yeah, so I, I think that makes perfect sense. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna <clears throat> toss you a softball. Okay. I'm going to rate him 7.6 snoochies. <laughs> okay. Well, I, we'll, see, we'll see what you do with that. Okay, so I had something else I was going to do. But <laughs> oh, okay. well, you can go that way. Okay. People know what I'm doing. No, talking no, no. About. I uh, I'll I'll tell I'll tell my stupid joke cuz it doesn't really make sense anyway. So, I was okay. going to say, of course I have to rate Kevin Smith 37 dicks out of 10, <laughs> but yeah. uh but yeah. So, uh, aside from the 37 dicks jokes, which doesn't make sense. I don't know. I think I'm going to rate him higher than you did. You went with 7.6, right? Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna rate him higher than you did, just because like I still do, like I'm more okay with that sort of transition to him just as pure cultural commentator, right? Yeah, where mm-hmm. he doesn't even have any criticism in his commentary. It's just okay. Let's, now you you're know, making me feel like a no, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not saying you need to be into this. I'm saying you know, but it's just one of those things. But I am, I, I, I am into right. that. You know, like <laughs> sure. that's a sure. great thing to be into. Sure, I yeah. Well, but I, mean, I recommend more people to be like that, and I respect yeah, the hell out of it. But I do understand. Uh, well, what I mean by criticism, though, he doesn't even have any sort of critical eye with which he's bringing to these things. You know right. what I mean? He just—it's just about listening to him and Mark Bernardin for like two hours or whatever. Just go yeah. out. Isn't this cool? Isn't that cool? Isn't this cool? You know what I'm saying? And so I understand a little John Krasi- John Krasinski's good news in the world. Yeah. Right. Wait. What is that? No, not really. What? What? Where have you been the last month? I don't know. You don't know about John Krasinski's Good News YouTube channel? No, nah, man. I knew he's like one of the upcoming horror directors that I'm excited about, but no. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess you've been under a rock. Yeah, I've That's been fine. Under, I've been under a rock. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I want to well, like, I want to look over at the camera and give a gym shrug right now, but um, he, he you know. looks over at, he, he does all of, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's created his own, his own home talk show host. Okay. Okay. He's a talk show host at in his home, and all he does is present good news. Well, that's my next quarantine week, so yeah, sounds good. Well, he's on, there's there's only uh, two episodes out right okay. now. Okay, so. well, fair enough. Uh, that's the rest but of my I'll, night. Here, here's 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 a little little. I'm gonna leave a little bread breadcrumb trail right to it. Sure. In his first episode, he facetimes with uh, Steve Carell. Oh, perfect. 
perfect. Yeah, so. Absolutely perfect. Yep. Yeah, I got to check that out. All right, so all that to say, uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher than than you did. You went with 7.6. I'm going to give him an even 8, I think. An okay. even 8, because I think... You know, I I have all the same sort of... There's no issues. It's just, you know, he has... I see space for potential where potential hasn't happened in terms of artistic output. Uh, But that said, obviously, I love him. And and just as a person, he seems like a 10 out of 10, obviously. But uh, I have to to be honest and say 8 out of 10. uh, And we're going to go with Boochies, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So we got uh, seven point six snoochies, and that's the thing. Eight like, you know, boochies. when you when you're a kid in high school, sure. when you're the only two guys or yeah. three guys, yeah, in yeah, high school in your class totally. that are saying stuff like snoogans and stuff. Like, yes, absolutely. You just, you, it's like you just it's it's that whole like kind of punk rock like yeah, it is. You have a thing that these people, other people in your class, have no idea. Other what you're people, about. Like, they yeah. don't they don't have a clue. The sheep don't have a clue what we're up. No, about. but it means so much to you. <laughs> I know, and that's yeah. why yeah. I'm changing my rating to an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. It's too late. The too ratings late. have already been submitted. All right. Oh, well, no. um, I'm gonna sign off. Thanks for ever thanks for listening everybody this is i think i could have hold on hold on yeah yeah yeah, i think i could have rated him lower and he could hear this he could hear this um this podcast and probably like laugh and give me a high five yeah and that that's why he deserves more that's why he deserves more (laughs) 7.6 is pretty good dude 7.6 is really good it's a it's a passing grade there's nothing wrong with that i tell my students all the time 76 is an average grade like don't don't freak out about and also let's be honest like as far as hanging out with Kevin Smith, that's a different thing. Who Kevin yeah. Smith is, you know, he knows we got to take yoga hosers into account. He knows that. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. But the idea of yoga hosers, I actually love. Yeah, totally. Totally, man. I'm excited for Moose Jaws. Um, yeah. If it happens. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this has been Common Creatives Podcast. Uh, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm not the maestro. I'm the doc. That's the maestro. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you can't just... It's a, it's a, I'm going to take, I'm the maestro this week. Uh, I am the maestro and this is a dual production of Destination Nation Network in Louisville, Kentucky and Rock Candy Recordings out of Asheville, North Carolina. And you can reach Throw out to us. Throw your hands up, take your shirt off, wave around your head like a helicopter. Yeah, that's right. Or is that South Carolina? I don't know. I don't you know, know. Do, you, do you get the reference? No, man. I don't know anything. Oh, my God. I don't God. know John Krasinski. I don't know anything. <laughs> That's a reference from like uh, 2003. Yeah. Was that Nelly or something? You, yes, it is Nelly. <laughs> is it really? It's exactly Nelly. Oh, yes. shit. I fucking nailed it. All right. I'm really proud of myself, so we're going to sign off while that's still the case. Uh, yeah. Reach out to us, Instagram, Common Creators Podcast. Uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, if it's more Kevin Smith, excellent. We'll probably do more episodes about his stuff. That, that way I can we can just talk about clerks and just give yeah, them we're gonna have to Yeah, we're going to have to dig in. This is our general you know, overview, so we'll have to dig yeah. in. Yeah, he um, as a person sucks yeah. more than his movies do. <laughs> Glad you're happy. Yeah, exactly. All right. You got anything else to say? We good? Nah. Okay. In that case, in terms of being an indie 90s filmmaker who's an auteur who then moves on to be a critic-punching airline band podcaster who changes the face of American popular culture, would you say that you concur, Doctor? Yep. (laughs) Okay. And you know who else concurs? Who's that? Kev Smith, he conquered. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, he, we're st- he, he, he's a conqueror. We're stopping it right there. Bye, everybody. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. D N N. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.